I need to talk TikTok. This is the podcast about TikTok because I need to talk about it. My name is Rachel. Um, so this week I don't have a guest again because, um, you know, life is unpredictable and things happen and we're living in a pandemic. Anyway, um, so yes, TikTok this week. I feel like um, I haven't been on it as much. And, um, I've noticed, so I, my friends who have recently joined, they said that the, their for you page is a little scary because it just throws everything at you that has, that's gone viral. And sometimes that's not something that you want to see. And I've noticed that if I'm not active on TikTok enough, it will do that to me too. It will kind of reset my For You page and I have to kind of work at it to get it back to where it was, which is really frustrating. So um, you can't ever take a break. You have to always be on TikTok. Um, Luckily, I have friends who are always sending me TikTok so that at least I can get videos that are are what I want to see so that I can like them and then TikTok will relearn my um, interests and fix my algorithm. I don't know. I, I'm, uh, that's just what I think. Anyway, um, so this week I wanted to talk about a few things. So first of all, there's this guy in New York City who, um, has recently blown up. He's like, um, a a struggling actor who moved to New York City. Um, and I think the reason why he's really big on TikTok is because he lives in literally a closet. Like one of the worst um apartments you can get in New York City it it's one of those ones that doesn't even have a kitchen and um he is using like one of those like plug-in stoves or whatever his name is Axel Weber um and he has like one of, he's done that thing where you get like a like a oh, a bunk bed but you only have the top bunk so that you can have a the underneath the bed is so so you save floor space anyway um so he's blown up as like um this like struggling actor in new york city who has like the tiniest apartment ever um and he auditioned for juilliard and got rejected and so uh and he has he also has like really big hair like cartoon hair like it just it goes anyway he got a haircut and it still looked really big anyway he was on kelly clarkson's show where he revealed that he actually pays like 1200 a month for this really terrible apartment in New York City. And I'm like, that's too much. And that's when I stopped caring as much. Because at first I thought he was just like a struggling actor and literally the worst apartment. And that made sense because like New York City housing is terrible. But he's getting a bad deal. I don't... When I lived in New York, I paid like 1100 for like a pretty decent apartment. So I don't, and it was like, it had, all of my apartments had kitchens and closets and spaces for full beds and dressers and desks. So I don't know what he's doing. Also, if he doesn't have a job, how is he affording 1200 a month? That's a lot. Like find roommates, move to Brooklyn, move to Queens, move to Roosevelt Island. I don't know. What are you doing, sir? I can't, I don't, I don't. I don't know if I can um, support this kid in his tiny New York City apartment when it's literally the worst, 
the worst deal in the world. Um, but you know what? And also, how is it? I'm sure his parents are paying for it. And so that's just insulting. I don't know. And then he didn't get into Juilliard. So what? Juilliard is really notoriously very tough. I don't know why you would want to go there. It's great. Whatever. Um, anyway, um, so he didn't get into Juilliard and he's blowing up on TikTok. I don't know. And then I also saw this other man show up on my For You page who does live in New York City and he lives in affordable housing, which you have to like go through a whole process to get. But um, his apartment was less than a thousand dollars and he had a washer and dryer in it. And that is a man that I can get behind because um, it's so smart. It's a studio apartment still, but it looked very spacious, had a lot of windows and it had a um, washer and dryer in one of the closets. And I was like, wow, this man is living my dream right now. I just want an apartment with a washer and dryer. Um, last week I did West Elm Caleb. Um, and, um, since then everyone, I feel like on Twitter has turned against the women of West Elm Elm Caleb. And they're all like, um, that they all, they all are like, that's just dating. And you know what? I just want to say, yes, the whole thing was probably blown out of proportion. First of all, this man um, should not be dating multiple women and sending them terrible Spotify playlists and ghosting them. That's just rude. Uh, we shouldn't make ghosting the norm, okay? Um, but also when it comes to dating apps, like, I don't, I don't fully commit to anyone, so I don't get hurt if someone stops talking to me. I'm just like, okay, I will move on. But if you have been dating someone for a while and then they ghost you, that is very rude. Um, so anyway, that's th- that's bad. We shouldn't be attacking this man. Um, also, like, don't be rude to the women that are calling him out. I don't know. Anyway, um, yes, West Elm Caleb, it, it took a turn. Now everyone hates everyone. So everyone's in the wrong. No one's right here. Um, And isn't that right? You know, like no one's right. No one's wrong. It's all gray. Um, So Encanto is taking over Um, TikTok. I was going to talk to my guest today about Encanto because he's a Disney person, um, but he couldn't make it, sadly. Anyway, um, I love that this movie is blowing up. Um, I was worried that it wasn't going to. Because I know that when Luca came out on Disney Plus, it blew up a little bit, which I think helped the movie. I don't think the movie was that great, but I do think that TikTok helped make it more popular, which is like in this new age of pandemic where a lot of movies, people aren't going to movie theaters to see things and they're seeing them on streaming services. I think it TikTok can really help a movie if like the movie becomes viral on TikTok if that makes sense. So like, um, in the Heights, I think, um, did fairly well because it was so popular in TikTok. I think Luca did okay because it was popular in TikTok and people wanted to watch the movie or like they knew about it because of TikTok. And I think Encanto is doing really well because now TikTok has, um, kind of blown it up. And, um, that makes me excited because I think it's a really good movie. I think you should go watch it if you haven't already. Um, it's really great and it's got, it's one of those movies that you need to see a couple times because there's a lot of like hidden stuff that you don't see the first time that you see it. Um, like, um, just like kind of how each per each family member, I guess, is like representative of like a, 
uh, uh, like how you feel in an abusive relationship or how you react to an abusive relationship or something like that. And then there's also like, um, if you look at even their costumes, people have pointed out on TikTok that their costumes give reference to their magical abilities. And even um, Maribel's costume, like um, she has like the candle and she has a little bits of everyone's um magic on hers because she's like the one who like is supposed to like carry on the miracle like her grandma um yeah so it's just you learn a lot and i like it and then i also like all the mashups um the of encanto with hamilton because of course they go together because it's all lin-manuel miranda but um i think it's really great um like there's one where um they do like a mashup of like maribel's kind of rap with like a, a Hamilton and it's really great um so yeah check out Encanto TikTok uh there was I also saw if you're a Disney person so if you're in the parks ever when they have like construction or like things they're trying to hide they have this certain green color because it it apparently fades in with the with everything so like um you don't notice it as much it's like a very like mute green kind of color and um that's like disney's secret color that they use to hide things and apparently that's the color of bruno's costume in the movie um so like he's wearing like the the special disney green to hide because he's like hiding within the walls um so yeah i thought that was cool so you just learn a lot of fun facts about Encanto which is a good movie so go check it out on Disney Plus this is not an ad I stumbled across the American Girl doll um, side of TikTok which I am so happy to be here um, I saw a girl go to the American Girl doll store in New York City um, and it looks super fun and I think she got invited as like kind of like a PR thing um, because she got to pick out a doll and I was like what and then I did like th there's all these new dolls because I haven't really checked out American Girl dolls in years. But there's all these new dolls. Like I knew about Courtney, the 1980s doll. Um, but there's also like a, like a 1912 like Hollywood stage performing doll thingy. And then there's a bunch of other ones. I don't know. And then I there's just like a bunch of new dolls. And then I didn't know this, but they retired like all of the dolls from my childhood, our childhood, like Felicity, gone. Molly, gone. Samantha, kind of gone. It's like, what? They got rid of all these people. They got rid of Felicity. That's crazy to me because Felicity was like, like the American Girl doll. Like Samantha was the one that everyone liked. Sure. Molly was great. But um, like Felicity was like the doll. I remember going to um, Williamsburg. That's that place, right? Williamsburg is that that uh, that's the old timey place. Um, as a kid, um, in Virginia, yeah, Colonial Williamsburg. I went there, and they had like special Felicity days or whatever, where like it was like special themed Felicity American Girl doll thing, where like all these other girls were dressed in their Felicity outfits. I didn't. I never had an American Girl doll. It's very upsetting. I got um. I think they were like magic attic dolls. They were kind of like American Girl dolls, but like cheaper, I think. Um, 
but yeah, I got uh, the Magic Attic dolls. Um, so I never got an American Girl doll. I always wanted one. Um, I feel like if I had, if my sister and I got to pick them, my sister would have gotten Samantha and then I would have had to have a second choice and I don't know who I would have picked, but I probably would have picked, I mean, I really wanted Samantha because I was also a brunette. Um, but I probably would have picked Felicity. I don't know. Um, but yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. There is the magic. Okay. So if you don't know anything about the magic attic dolls, you should go look them up. Um, I had Allison. I feel like she had overalls. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Um, no, she had a jean jacket. Oh my gosh. Oh, it was so fun. They were so fun. I liked them a lot. Anyways, I had Magic Attic dolls instead of American Girl dolls, but I did want an American Girl doll, and I would have gotten Samantha, but my sister probably would have gotten Samantha, so I would have had the second choice because that's how life was. She liked JC, and then um, I wanted to like Justin, and she said, no, don't. So then <laughs> I like... Um, so then my favorites were Joey and Lance. And you know what? In, in retrospect... Um, Joey and Lance are the best. Um, I mean, JC is also the best. I mean, they're all the best except for Justin. So like, whatever. It's just, I never got to pick first pick of things. I always had, like, my sister picked, um, the yellow ranger. So I got to be the pink ranger, which is fun. You know, all little girls probably wanted to be the pink ranger, but I always got second pick. And so I probably wouldn't have gotten Samantha. I would have gotten Felicity. Um, and she's retired now just so sad anyway um and then I also so I saw this girl she had all these like mini like the accessories that you buy and then I went on a deep dive of looking at different accessories you could get because I think the um the Courtney ones are very cool because they're all 1980s but Courtney her doll you can get a mini um a mini doll a mini American Girl doll for your Courtney because American Girl dolls were in big in the 80s. So it feels like a it's it's like inception or like full circle where like now the American Girl dolls have been around for so long that now they have American Girl dolls that have American Girl dolls. Isn't that weird? Anyway, I'm just like I'm I'm dreading the day that they come out with a 1990s American Girl doll and I'm just like well, I got to get it because she, what? She's going to have like in-sync posters and Britney Spears headsets and um, gushers and dunkaroos and wh- what else? I don't know. It'll be so fun. Um, she'll, she'll, she'll be, I don't know. But then also it'll make me sad because it'll be like all these kids are like, wow, the 1990s were so long ago. And I'm like, what? No. Anyway, um, if you're also really into um, American Girl dolls, f- there's a fun section of TikTok. Um, yeah, uh, it just it's a deep dive, and now I want to spend a million dollars on American Girl dolls and accessories, and finding all of the retired dolls and bringing them back to life. And <laughs> I just want to play with dolls. It's just fun dressing them up and then, like, pretending, like, oh, my gosh, like, we're all in school and I don't know. <sighs> I didn't get to play with dolls that much because no one wanted to play with me. Um, so, whatever. Okay, so I saw this really funny TikTok of 
this guy telling this story about how he was driving he was like driving his grandma somewhere he had to like drive her somewhere and all these people on like the highway were like honking at him and flicking him off and he's like why are all these people so mean i'm like driving the speed limit i'm driving like i'm doing the right thing and then um <laughs> and then he got pulled over by a cop and the cop it like made him get out of the car and he was like um apparently his grandma was holding up a sign that said help and then uh, and then when the cops came over they were um they were trying to get her attention but she was playing dead like she was dead so they thought that um this man was like hurting this old woman and she, he was like no she's sleeping she's pretending to sleep she's but she's faking it and eventually she woke up and started giggling um, but him telling the story was like so funny and, um, he was like, we still don't know why she did that. Um, but it, that just makes me laugh so much thinking about an old lady pretending to, um, be murdered as her like grandson is driving her somewhere. Um, and that made me laugh because I was supposed to be, um, flying down to Florida in March to drive my grandma somewhere and I was just thinking about how fun it would be to have a road trip with my grandma but it's not happening anymore so um I guess I'll just have to find another time to go on a road trip with my grandma but that was funny and then another TikTok that I thought was really funny this week that I sent to a lot of people was this man was like um I posted a, a thirst trap well he's like I posted this picture of myself at the beach and then someone someone commented unitel on it and um and he was like what does that mean so then he went to um he went to urban dictionary and he looked up er like unitel because he was like oh i guess it's like a word that i don't know and unitel and urban dictionary is like someone who has a unibrow and a camel toe and then he looked at the picture and he's like, I don't think it looks like I have a unibrow or a camel toe. And he was so confused. And then his friend's like, no, it just looks like you have one toe because his feet in the sand were covered. And so it looked like he only had one toe. And it was the funniest thing in the world. And then he did a follow-up TikTok where he showed more um, video of him at the beach, but he had his toes blocked off, like blacked out the whole time, and it was just really funny. Um, because when I first saw the picture of him and he said Unito, I was like, his toes look funny, and it, that's what it was. It was Unito. Um, gosh, some things are just so funny. Another thing that um, recently as uh i saw on tiktok um so we all know this week there was the whole issue of taylor swift um so um so so the guy from gorillas uh he said that he like said something in an interview about how taylor swift doesn't really write her music because she has co-writers so she writes with other people and it's like um sir why 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 in the year 2022 are we still saying things about taylor swift she is the music industry let's just face it i don't care if you don't like her music she is talented she is great don't say anything bad about her writing or her music because you'll just look like an idiot and this man looked like a freaking idiot anyway um so then he like dissed her because of course men just can't let taylor 
B Taylor, right? Everyone always has to knock her down. Um, and then also in the same breath, like he was like, Oh, but Billy Eilish. And it's like, sir, don't be a creep. Okay. Um, anyway, so, um, Taylor Swift had a week. She like retaliated. She's like, um, sir, I write all my music. Um, even if I have co-writers on songs, like I still write those songs and it's like, yeah, you do it. But anyway, um, we all know that the next, um, a rumored re-recorded album is Speak Now and that album she wrote all by herself. So I... I'm just hoping that this is like some kind of really beautiful marketing that she's doing for Speak Now. Also, before Speak Now came out was when the whole Kanye West, Taylor Swift thing happened. So she was like in the news because a man dissed her. So it's like, here we go again. It's like, does she pay for this? Or is this just like perfect timing? Like, I really hope Taylor is not actually upset about this. She's like instead being like, Thank you so much, sir, for this. You have fueled me to really push for my album, my re-recorded album, to come out. And I'm very excited about Speak Now. It's honestly one of my favorites. Um, I don't... I, okay, so I keep going back and forth. I think 19... I, I always say 1989 is my favorite. And I do think that 1989 was like a game changer for Taylor. So I think it is iconic and important. And we should not... We should not over time we should not let it lower in our rankings because it was the album that made Taylor Swift like not just Taylor Swift but Taylor Swift you know what I mean um it really changed everything for her like all the other yes but 1989 anyway um so that's why I say it's number one I do think Red is iconic and wonderful and I love it and it has my favorite song of Taylor's all too well on it so like it goes up there but speak now has like a very special place in my heart because it came at like a perfect time in my like when I was like you know really in my in my very early 20s you know I remember watching the whole I'ma let you finish in my dorm room we all were watching together in the dorm it was like iconic and then she comes out with speak now and it really just you know like says a lot it was it's 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 an important and like never grow up is really good um innocent great haunted um enchanted these are really great songs um speak now is really great so i'm very excited about this era when it comes out anyway um so yes speak now perfect marketing for it this week i posted about it on tiktok i also um got finally got my red pajamas in the mail um so back in i think it was october i ordered these um taylor swift pajamas and they finally arrived in january thank god um and i was wearing them this week when all this happened so it felt very you know the universe works in fun ways. Um, okay, but then also, speaking of Taylor Swift, so there's this Vanity Fair interview with Lady Gaga where she's talking about the patriarchy and capitalism. And then uh, it cuts to, I guess the interview is also with Jake Gyllenhaal, so then it cuts to Jake Gyllenhaal. And so all these people are doing funny duets with the thing about Jake Gyllenhaal because... You know, if we all listen to the all too well 10 minute version, um, the he 
had a keychain that said fuck the patriarchy and he threw it at taylor swift um and so it's just really funny and then also to one of our songs taylor admits that um jake gyllenhaal has, has like a million dollar couch and so um <laughs> and organic shoes anyway so someone commented on the video not lady gaga talking about patriarchy and and capitalism in front of million dollar couch jake gyllenhaal um and that just made me laugh anyway and then i did a duet with it where i threw my keys at um my phone as soon as i saw um jake gyllenhaal because i was tossing him the car keys anyway um <laughs> then i had some man comment immediately on my tick like it, it just, like it's like he immediately saw it and he said this is the most unfunny thing i've ever seen oh my god <laughs> clicked on this man i was like why is he why is he commenting and this man follows me and i'm like why are you following me sir <laughs> anyway um so that's basically it for this week i didn't i wasn't as i said i wasn't on tiktok that much i need to get on more because if i if i don't go on consistently my for you page turns into trash um so yeah um let me know what you guys are looking at on tiktok or if there's anything um, you want to talk about, um, let me know. Oh, and then also let me know what American Girl doll you would um, you would like. I don't know. It just it sounds like a fun thing to talk about. American Girl dolls. Um, okay. Anyway, um, have a TikToking day. Thanks for listening. Okay. Bye. I need to talk TikTok. <laughs>